My name is Kat Corchado. I am a fellow Air Force veteran and host of the podcast, Sisters in Service. This podcast is where I found my passion for helping other veterans after my transition from the military over 22 years ago. My mission is to help veterans avoid the black hole known as transition, to help women veterans find their voice and discover their strengths as they enter civilian life. There is a new episode every Tuesday. I hope that you'll listen, you'll like, you'll share, you'll comment, and let me know what you'd like to hear on this podcast. Until then, I hope to see you again soon. Please stay safe, take care of each other, and it's never too late to start your impossible. Hello, sisters in service. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. My name is Kat Corchado, and my guest today is Dr. Michaela Diamond. I know she sounds awesome, right? So Dr. Michaela is a number one international best-selling author. She's an empowerment coach and speaker. She's a rhapsodist. Yeah, we're going to talk about that one. And a multipreneur. She is the CEO and founder of Empowering Generations, LLC, and is the visionary of the 21st Century Women Club and Network. Michaela, welcome to Sisters in Service. Hello, hello, Kat. How are you? Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate being here. It's truly an honor and a privilege to be able to be here and share on today. Well, I just, girl, you got so much going on. I was like, good grief, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so first and foremost, Michaela is um, a U.S. Navy veteran. So Michaela, I always ask my veterans this question. Did you pick the Navy or did the Navy pick you? The Navy picked me first. <laughs> oh, do tell. Yes, yes. And then I picked the Navy. Uh, being young, being in a place where I still wanted to thrive and succeed, I, I was still ambitious, um, but I was in a place where I didn't quite want to choose a direction um, as far as the longevity hall of it, right? Right. So I chose the Navy just being, you know, 17 years old at the time. And when I signed up for it, and it was just in the space of, listen, they had all these different uniforms and I like that. I know. I almost went in the Navy. I was like, I'm going to wear that. Until a recruiter said, you know, you don't wear those all the time, if ever. And I was like, okay, never mind. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, oh, we get to change with the season. So that was originally uh, was my decision, of course, being mm-hmm. 17 years old. But I wanted to be able to make sure, you know, that ultimately my career would still be supported. I would still be able to go to college and all those different aspects. But I wanted to take an adventure in doing so. And so that's why I chose the Navy. Yeah. What years did you serve? How And how long did you serve? Oh, yes. Okay. So I did the five years active duty, um, serving as a hospital corpsman. And then I did three years reserve. So I officially was officially honorably discharged 2010. And then I went back to actually work for the Navy. I enjoyed it so much. (laughs) It was Navy Medical Center of San Diego uh, serving there. And then I went back and supported them as civilian staff, working as government worker there in sports medicine, doing short-term therapy on active duty members. And I did that for a period of time as well. So absolutely loved and enjoyed my time. And being able to serve this nation and being able to serve in the military, in the medical field. Absolutely. 
Wow, that's a great story. Yeah, I I almost went in the Navy, and and then a recruiter said, "No, stay in your lane and just do the Air Force." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so when you got out, were you ready to leave? I mean, I guess your transition was different because you kind of tra- you you were active duty, then you went to work for the Navy as a civilian. So I guess your transition wasn't as turbulent. I guess. Well, actually, Kat, what happened was I had a gap. I had a 10 months gap in between actually serving in the military and then going back working as a civilian. Um, right before I left out, we networked and it's like, oh, my God, we have this position for you and this is going to be great. And that position fell through. And so I had a 10, 10 month gap in between there. And then finally, I received a phone call and they offered me a position. They actually created that position for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, they wow. offered me a position. Yes, it was it was very one of those opportune times that I ran into. And I, I'm super grateful for that. Um, but it was in that space where I received a phone call and was able to serve during the short-term therapy. So there was a 10-month gap. And in that space, it wasn't necessarily turbulent, I would say. Yeah, it was just in a space of uncertainty, displaced. Yes. Right. When you've served in the military so many years, you've been conditioned, you always had, you know, you were in leadership, but you also always had orders in place. You know, it's just so many different aspects of it. So coming into the civilian world, (laughs) it was quite an adjustment. So it was almost like, you know, you're debriefing, you're uh, detoxing, so to speak, uh, being able to adapt to Oh, that's what that was. I was detoxing. (laughs) Oh, okay. It wasn't that transition. It's detoxing. I got you. (laughs) This is the, you know. People have no idea, but <laughs> like, you've been conditioned to um, serve in a certain way, which is granted, you need it. You know, when you are called to serve, you've been in a space where lives are on the line, they're wearing in the balance. And so we definitely need the condition that we receive from the military. Yes. But it's quite an adjustment. You'll never see life the same. So I guess you're telling me that where I messed up was that I should have told the Air Force to make me a position as a civilian so I could just <laughs> slip right into that job like nothing happened. That's where I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice if they did that for all of us. I right? Know, right? Just get no, out, but- wait 30 days. You'll have a place for you when you yeah. come back. Cool. I could, yeah. I could have dealt with that. I really could have. That's couldn't. a nice transition. <laughs> I know. Transition nice. would be like, what transition? <laughs> what? There's no such thing. Um, hey, that's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> so how do you think the military has helped you become an entrepreneur? Like what kind of skills do you feel like you got from the military that helped you do everything that you do as an entrepreneur? I'm sorry, as a multipreneur. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was in the space of one, if I can be honest with you, Kat, uh, I was not supposed to go to the aspect of working for a civilian um, for the military. I did that out of comfortability. (laughs) 
Oh. It was my yeah. comfort zone. Yeah. You know it. Oh. You don't have to learn anything new. You're like, I'm just Absolutely. slipping right back into it. Yeah. Absolutely. That makes sense. And so it was in that space. And I said, okay, well, let me do this. You know, and I did that up until 2013. And then I made the decision to transition over. Now, what I gained from the military, uh, which I'm in the process, I'm actually in a process of I'm going to release the book E2E Formula, help you transition from employee to entrepreneurship mindset. Because one of the things I learned, Kat, in the transition, though you are prepared, your journey has prepared you. And the military did a very good job in that in giving you leadership skills. <laughs> yes. right? I worked in a neonatal intensive care unit, being able to take care of premature babies, um, going into aspect of training RNs that was coming in that were new and how to uh, serve in our community and how it flowed in our community, all of those different things, the workflow, mm-hmm. uh, being able to train them in different aspects, and then going into the space of overseeing 3,000 staff um, for Naval Medical Center in San Diego for those who are deploying. So, you know, having that type of responsibility, I remember coming in to work, you got there, you know, 6.30 a.m. in the morning, yes. and there's a whole line waiting for you oh, because they're, they're preparing to deploy. Yes. And so... And, you, and I was the only one, it's supposed to have been three. <laughs> when I started, it was two. And I was the only one um, that was able to come in and make sure that they were deployable and they were deployment ready. Ready. So in that space, you know, you gained a lot of experience, I you bet. know, uh, being able. And then, you know, I also did IVs and I mean, you name it, toenail removals. I mean, we've done <laughs> All the glamorous stuff. She did all the glamorous. But what it taught me was, and and as you can see, it's a a wide, you know, place of experience of what you experience that you get. However, what it taught me was, Kat, there's one thing about the military. If you adapt, if you're a person that's teachable, you can catch on fast. Listen, you're going to fit in where you fit in at. doesn't matter what your job description is (laughs) or what it is. Is we need you here. And if you're able to be trained in this area and we know that you're fully equipped, we're going to put you on a job. So it taught me how to be adaptable. Mm. And part of being an entrepreneur is being um, adaptable. Woo, girl. Ain't that the truth? Yes. Your your foundation, your framework may stay the same, Mm. um, but your growth needs to be fluid. You need to be able to adapt to the times that we're in. You may, you know, you don't change the message, but you change the method. Yes. You, you may, you need to be able to adapt. And we've seen that very much so during the pandemic. During COVID, right? yeah. A lot of people had to make a pivotal turn there, a pivotal point in their life where they had to shift. They had to make the pivot in their business. Mm-hmm. And we found out that it was really efficient for us. It, it worked for us uh, and it was cost effective for us because yes. we're able to do a lot of things virtually now. Um, you're not having to have the overhead if you don't need it, all these different aspects. So being able to be adaptable is, is one of the things that the military definitely um, taught me to be able to do and to take on that mindset. Another aspect about the military is you're always at any given moment um, deployable, yes. right? Uh, being the core staff on the USNS Mercy, at any given time, anything happened, you had to be ready. Listen, I know you have family, but that's why we have a family care plan. You yeah. got to be able to get up and go and be ready. And so it taught me to be ready. Yeah. So when you think about being an entrepreneur, I want you to kind of think back. Was okay. there a time when 
you had to make a decision as an entrepreneur for your business. And it was either eat PB&J or do this for my business. (laughs) So, and the reason I'm asking this is because when I first started being on Clubhouse, I started listening to all these, you know, people talking and they say, oh, I went from zero to six figures and, you know, they were a veteran. And so in my mindset, I'm thinking, oh, okay, I can do that too. And then I started realizing, wait a minute, wait a minute, you, you, that did not happen overnight. So I want to know about a time in your entrepreneur, entrepreneurship or the road to entrepreneurship or multipreneurship. (laughs) I know, I know. When, tell us about a time when you, when it was a struggle, when you had to make a really hard decision and, you know, what way did you go? And obviously I know which way you, you went because you're super <laughs> successful, but you know, it's, I want to hear the story. That's what I want to hear. And uh, I think, and I think yeah. other people want to hear the story also. Yes. 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 And I often refer to that as the crossroad. There's a time where you're going to what I call a destiny altering decision. Are you going to choose to play it safe, stay in your comfort zone Are you going to dare to believe and step out on what you know you have the ability and the capability to do? Your journey has prepared you. The grit that you needed to stay on this journey, the the growth mindset that you had to have in the military to continue to overcome is that same mindset that you need as an entrepreneur. The difference is now you're coming into the place where almost like, you know, if you were a child becoming an adult, (laughs) right? You're no longer living up under your parents' roof. You're you're in a place where you're learning your own. And so when you come into entrepreneurship, you're coming into your own. You're you're learning that now I am the person that's in charge of (laughs) my retirement, uh, making sure that my employment insurance is taken care of. So now it's self-employment insurance. Yes, Um, because you have no one taking care of that for you, by the way. Absolutely. You know. But you got to make sure all these things are in all your goals that you want to achieve. Um, If there is any other, you're the one who's making sure this wants to happen and you don't have this play it safe income there to allow that to happen. So Mm -hmm. you got to make a decision. So in my life, it wasn't necessarily transitioning from the military um, that made that decision for me. It was an aspect because at the time I was married um, in that place and at the time, my ex-husband now uh, was making six figures. We had made decisions um, for me to be able to support him, be able to continue to move up. Um, he made six figures. And then that was fine. That was my first role into stepping into entrepreneurship. We made that decision together. But then it came to a place. Um, this is Kat, where my destiny altering decision was uh, when I had to exit that marriage. Now, are you going to go back to what's comfortable? Are you going to go back to what's safe? Are you going to stay an entrepreneur? Because most people know it takes about five years for you to adjust into entrepreneurship. And at the time, I only had been in entrepreneurship for three years. Mm-hmm. So in that space, I wasn't in a space where I was, quote unquote, successful in being an entrepreneur, right? I was in a place where it was going to be a struggle. You're going to stay on this path. This is going to be a struggle for you. Right, you're gonna have to, you're gonna cut back on some of these luxury things that you like yeah. doing, uh, recreational activities. You're gonna cut back on you know shopping and all these mm-hmm. different things that you enjoy doing. You gotta cut back on that 
and you're going to have to choose the longevity, the long-term goal, and not just going for the short-term gratification. Right. And There's so going to be some again. PB&J and ramen noodle nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you in that space of, listen, and listen, and my kids were not trying to hear, they don't hear that. They're like, what is a, this? Wait, you, wait a minute. So, <laughs> so, you know, so at that point, as a parent, you're going to make it happen because you're not trying to be in that space or stay in that type of space. You got to make sure you're going to make the necessary changes to be able to accommodate. And so it was in that space, you know, making that decision where I cut back a lot of the things that I enjoyed to make sure they were being they were okay. what they Yeah. Did, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, they shouldn't they have to all- suffer because you, you know, you guys made a decision. Right. So you, it's easier to cut back as the parent than rather yeah. than having your kids. Cut. I, I totally yeah. understand that. And so and, and, and it, it was a true struggle. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a true struggle because it was in that space that at that time I'm used to most people in the military, you're used to living a very comfortable life. Right. Yes. Um, but where the military play in is that is they taught you survival skills. Yes, they did. The mindset that you had to have. Right. You understood that I don't necessarily have to be eating a New York, New York strip steak every week. You understood <laughs> that I don't have to be eating the The military taught you that. Right. Yes. I, they were the first one to introduce me. I remember going into boot camp and, you know, the food that you eat there. I said, oh, this is just edible. <laughs> right. It doesn't taste good. There's, you're just eating this to stay alive, alive. and to survive. Yep. There's no flavor to it. There's, and so I had to go through a transition that it pulled from my military experience. Yeah. It pulled from the fact that I don't necessarily need this. I just want this. Right. Yeah. And so that helped me to stay afloat to say, this is the journey that I know I'm supposed to do. This is the journey I'm called to do. I know that I have the ability. I have the grit. I have the growth mindset. I have what it takes to actually accomplish this. I had to pull from within, but in that space, once I pulled from within, it was able to produce something that's on the outside of me that I already knew I had on the inside. And so, you know, going through those spaces, yes, you do have to make that decision. You have to make that choice in life. Mm-hmm. You have to, but in that space, don't just go through it aimlessly. You got to have a plan. You got, you know, if you don't have a plan, it's going to fail, right? You got to have strategy, right? Being able to surround yourself with others who've been through that journey already. I tell my clients all the time, I went through the hard route, so you don't have to go through it. <laughs> and always, and right? surround yourself with people where they're already like people who are already where you want to be. Yes, you know what I mean? If, I, if, if I'm trying to get up higher, I'm going to surround myself with those people because I want to yes. get there. You know, Absolutely. if I'm I'm on the third level, I'm trying to get to the penthouse. <laughs> there we go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Surround because, you know, that's going to help you with modifying your behaviors. It's going to change your mindset. You don't know what you don't know. Right. And until you expose to certain elements and mindsets. Right. And you're not going to change. So you got to be able to embrace that change be uncomfortable, become comfortable with being Being uncomfortable. Yes. But being in a space of now that you're around this, you know, what is at your exposure, you know, what you have the ability to achieve now. And Mm -hmm. once the mind is exposed to information, it's impossible for it to shrink back. Right. And so placing yourself around individuals that's already taken that journey. So now it shortens your learning curve. Yes. (laughs) You don't have to go through that, right? You can, you still may have to go through a struggle spot, but you have a strategy 
right? To be able to the keys to success to get to that place without you having to go through all the bumps and the bruises and all these different aspects. And, and then as a leader, understanding that you are the shoulders that your clients stand on. Ooh, I always girl, tell them that. You're making me I'm hot, man. I'm like, who is she preaching up in here? <laughs> Baseline, right? So rather than looking to me and say, oh, I admire you or uh, you're an inspiration, which I hear a lot, but the aspect of as much as you admire me, I'm still your baseline. I expect for you to supersede. Surpass, you. yes, absolutely. absolutely. So as an empowerment coach, how do you know when you have found the right client? Because not every, not every potential client is the right client for you. Absolutely. So when you're speaking to someone, how do you, what is it about them or what is it they say to you that makes you say, this would be a great client for me? Oh, that's a good question. It's the mindset. It goes back to the mindset. They know that they're stuck. One of the first places that you have to come to in your mind is understanding that you are stuck. You are stagnant. You're in a place where you're simply responding to the demands of life instead of commanding your life. Their mindset to understand, I'm stuck. I'm in a place that I know I should be further. I can go further. I just simply don't know how. I'm stuck and I'm in this place that I'm I'm done. I'm sick and tired of being tired, right? And some people quit at that point. Some people quit there. And I used to do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, you know, and it's not that I wasn't, making progress, I got stuck and there was no yes. one that I could talk to. So I was just like, okay, never mind. And then I would find something else and do it and get stuck. And I'm get like, distracted. oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> you know? Right. And now it's like I'm too right. old to be scared. I'm I'm going through this. I'm seeing this through Absolutely. All the way. <laughs> right. Go see it all the way through. But they're in a space where it's like they know that they're stuck and they're ready to move. Yes. And not just saying that they're ready to move, they're taking action to invest in themselves and they're actually applying what you give them. Right. So in my initial complimentary session, what I do with them is I already start giving them things to apply. When I see them already going forward in that, even with what I've given to them in that 30 minute time span, I know this is the ideal client because you already start to begin to apply. You let me know. Mm -hmm. You're not just saying I'm stuck and I just don't know how. But when I gave you the how to, you start applying. applying That lets me know you're ready. Instead of you give you give stuff to people and you feel like you're pulling them along. You ever have clients like that where yes, you're like, where you know, you give them this stuff and they're like, okay, okay. And you're like, you could really do this. And like, okay, okay. But they keep saying yeah. the words, but they don't, they don't do anything. There's they don't no put action, action there. Exactly. No action. Exactly. Right. You don't believe what you say. You believe what you do. Right. Yeah. And so in that space, and I recognize it does take a mindset shift and that takes time because your mind operating patterns, right? Your yes. emotions operating patterns and your behavior operating patterns. And even on your journey, and that's the purpose mm-hmm. of having a coach, because on your journey, your mind is going to want to default to what it's comfortable to. Right. Yes. Your body is going, it's going to say, hold on, wait a minute. What are you doing here? <laughs> right. And you need a coach to say, no, 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 this is on the inside of you. Remember what you told me you wanted and reminding you to put you back on that course. And the ideal client snaps right back into and get back yeah. on that course. And it, cause you're not going to master it right away. Right. right? It, the fact of the matter is going to be times where you're going to feel better and it's times that you're going to feel worse. But at the end of the day, are you determined? Do you have a determination? Do you have the grit? And do you have a growth mindset? 
I think one of the things I found that is now when I feel like I'm stuck or I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels, it's almost like the universe is saying, just take a minute. Yeah, and, and, and start to project where 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 it is you want to go. Yeah, just, just yes. slow down for a second, and all of a sudden, as soon as I do that, it's like the universe says, "Okay, let's move forward." You know, <laughs> it, isn't that weird how that happens? Yeah, it took it, a while, y'all. Just to get... <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about what is a rhapsodist. Ooh, so where you're taking, I always say, and we know it um, for those who are faith-based in the word of God, there's nothing new up under the sun, right? Um, In the space where you're able to receive information that's already there and available for you, right? Right at your fingertips, you're able to invest into those resources and all those different aspects of things of one. But what I always stick close to, Kat, is that it has to stay authentic to you. You have to already have a vision, dream, or idea. Absolutely. You have to already have the direction as to where you want to go. And on that journey, because you have that, you start attracting the people and the resources you need. And that is what you add to your repertoire. And in that, you can create what has not been created in your generation, right? So it's pulling together all of that information and being able to create more of what you have been authentically called to do. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because it's it what what you're authentically called to do is when you're thinking along those lines, it starts to open up these patterns. It starts to open up yeah. these roads. And all of a sudden things start coming towards you and you're like, okay, well, maybe I should start doing this. You know, it's, it's yes. just it's it's just remarkable how it happens. Yes. And yes. I know that you are the CEO and founder of Empowering Generations LLC. Um, tell us a little bit more about the visionary of the 21st Century Women's Club and Network. Yes, yes. Thank you for asking. Now, 21st Century Women's Club and Network is all about bringing women together into community. One, a safe community, a community that's based from the center of love, right? And embracing the energy of synergy. Together, we can create what we cannot create separately. I truly believe that the visions, uh, as far as our businesses, what we've been uh, envisioned and trusted to do, that we cannot do this alone. You need people around you that you're able to source your weaknesses, staff your weaknesses, (laughs) right? Absolutely. Outsource your weaknesses if you need to and be able to staff your weaknesses. We're in a time where the vision is too big for you. When you find yourself being, for those of you that are listening that are multipreneurs like myself, you're in that space where all these different avenues start open up to you because you were in a space in the lane that you were in, it had began to grow and grow and grow. And now it's expanding. And now your territory is being enlarged. Now you have multiple streams of income, seven streams of income versus one, two, or three. Um, But you can't do that alone. You're simply the prototype for your business, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is birthed from authentically who you are, your story, your skills, your expertise, your experience, um, your, your gifts that you have. But now you need to come with a community. And so 21st Century Woman is based from um, faith-based leaders. So it's birthed from the Proverbs 31 woman, 21st century, who was a woman, a mother, <laughs> mm-hmm. entrepreneur, wife, right? And community leader. 
So in that space of, of being all of those roles and capacity, we have emerging thought leaders that are coming together and understanding that now we have to marry, not, not being in a place of uh, our personal is, is great and victorious and, and professionally we fell in, not that professionally we're succeeding and privately we're failing, but coming together where we have compassion and understand that we're not just one facet, we're multifaceted. And in that, we're able to create community that embraces that. I love that. I think also too, that as I've gotten older, I realized that I have to keep learning and you can learn from yes. anybody. You know, some yes. people are like, oh, you're yes. young. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, I, whenever I hear people <laughs> talking on clubhouse, I'm like, that's a great idea. And it could be something, someone who's very much, much younger than me, but who cares? Yeah. You're learning, <laughs> right? You're, le- you're like, oh, I didn't know about that. Let me write that down. Um, I know you have a new book coming out. Tell us a little bit about your new book and when it's coming out and where we can get it. Yes, yes. So I have multiple new books that uh, that are coming out. The one I want to focus okay, on. Okay, wait, is wait. Focused. Did y'all hear that? She said multiple new books. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> 11, 11 books. <laughs> 11 books that support a curriculum that I'm developing. Um, but in that space, uh, multiple books is FOCUS. Um, FOCUS is establishing, it's an acronym, establishing your focal point, which is on the inside of you. Um, o is optimizing you to optimize your business, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, and relationally. C is curating content, right? Have the courage to be able to step out on what it is that you know that you've been entrusted you to do. And then you is unifying with like-minded entrepreneurs and S is synergy, embracing that together we can create what we cannot create separately. One plus one does not equal two, it equals three. And so that is what we're bringing us the value that we're bringing. So look out for that book. That book is the one I want to highlight specifically focus. Thank you so much. Can we, um, what do you call that? Pre-order it now, or do we have to wait? Yes, you do have to wait, but Kathy, now long. Not not long. You know what? You know, and, and I'm one of those. I want what I want when I want it. <laughs> when you want it. You know what? And you're gonna get the first email. You're gonna get the first email. And and just because you I was waiting. I, I was really going to wait. I want to wait until I have my next leadership empowerment mm-hmm. um meeting that I'm doing a training global opportunity development. It's a let God movement that we're doing. And I wanted to launch the pre-order there. However, because you asked, we're going to do it sooner and I'll be sure to send out the email to you and we're going to make sure that's up and available for Monday because the book is complete. It's just going through the final stages of it. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, so much congratulations your way. I mean, you've got so much going on and you're just... You're just making it happen. And, you know, I want to be like you when I grow up. So because I'm still like 15 in my head, you know. <laughs> hey, we got to stay 15. You got to stay strong. Michaela, where can we find you? If someone wants to reach out and they need your coaching abilities or speaking abilities, where can they find you? Absolutely. Uh, diamond.com. That's M as in Mary, I as in Igloo, K as in Kel, A as in Apple, Y as in Yo-Yo, L as in Lima, A as in Apple. <laughs> right? diamond.com. They can absolutely reach out there. I would love to connect with any and all of you. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure that's in the show notes so you guys can know how to contact her. But Michaela, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. I feel like I, I could keep asking questions, you know, but you know, Zoom is like, uh, no. But yeah. um, 
Thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, it was so much fun getting to know you, and I'm sure that all the listeners will be so, so happy to hear of all the knowledge. You know, you sound like you sound like an old soul, like you've been around for a long time. You know, you know? that was when I first, when God called me into uh, just ministry, I'm faith-based, but also he said to me, I'm advancing you beyond your years because of the end of times. And so it was in that space when I said yes to that, you know, he was able to give me so much more wisdom. Um, And I'm grateful for that. Every day I pray for wisdom rather than pray for um, the expansion of the vision, everything that God has for me. I pray for wisdom to be able to achieve those things. And so indeed, I am also. However, I'm here simply to do, I do believe in even calling to the marketplace. That's why you can't give up on your dream. You can't give up on a vision because in essence, you are God's dream come true. Right. Uh, when you answer and say yes to your dream, when you say yes to your vision, you're saying yes to not only you, but his dream that he has for you. And on that note, folks, my sisters in service, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Please stay safe. Take care of each other until next time. And it's never too late to start your impossible.